How's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you are listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Cheers. And uh, for the first time ever in the history of Coffee Talk, we have guests. Guests. Literally the Joneses, who we are keeping up with. Keep up with us, huh? That is Colby Jones, who you're hearing right there, and his beautiful wife, Megan Jones. Hi. Um, these are some of our closest friends on the planet, and uh, we asked them to join us today, as we're going to kind of do like a... Um, and I cannot wait. A four-way coffee talk. What are we getting into this Hello. morning, this afternoon, and this evening? Come on. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I love this couple. So if you, most of you listening, you probably, if you're part of our community, would definitely know Colby and Megan. But for those who don't know them, they are first and foremost. You guys have been married, what, like 29 years? Just uh, almost eight. Eight years. Yeah. Eight years. That's. I mean, that's a lot. Actually, combined, lot. your your eight years are twenty one ish years. We got twenty nine years of marriage experience. Isn't the number around. eight wow. mean like perfection? So, are we talking or? about marriage today? Eight or? does it. Uh, what, what, seven. Uh, we're, we're, we're talking about sex because that's all we ever talk about. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could talk about that. <laughs> oh God, I love this guy. Hey, so what these guys do is they're actually they work at the same place we work at, and um, a church home, and they actually oversee our largest location. Uh, in Kirkland, Washington, in case you're wondering where the Costco is famous for. And I think uh, something like, I don't know what, called six 6,000 people or so on a Sunday come yeah. show up. Yeah. And these guys are great leaders. They're also very young. Colby's 21. Oh, gosh. Uh, but you are in your 20s. 21, married eight years and three children. That's wow. Exactly yeah. Right. All right. What are your kids' names? We started early. Introduce uh, your kids. Jackson is four. Asher is two. And we have... Charlie, who's nine months old yesterday. Charlie is a girl. Yeah, yes. she's very oh, cute. She's beautiful. It's an angel. Two boys and a girl. Little baby Charlie. Charlie, I love she's her. adorable. I man. want to kiss her fat Hey, true, true story. Did you guys technically name her, not after me because my name is Billy, but you wanted to rhyme yes. with my name? Yeah, we really <laughs> we wanted to e rhyme with Billy. Wait a minute. Charlie. Yes, Billy Charlie. That, that doesn't rhyme. In a rap, rhyme it rhymes. Like, yo, my name is Charlie, hanging out with Billy. Like, it's, it's kind of rap. That does no, not rap rhyme. That doesn't rhyme. I think we should take could, a podcast. Could you vote. rap one Does more time rhyme? for us? Oh, it's not your podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> Comment below. Do Charlie and Billy ride? Thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> okay, well, here is the thing. I'm super excited to have Colby Megan with us. This is going to be a lot of fun. And the reason I love this is today we're kind of titling this podcast, He Said, She Said. Ooh. Provocative. Ooh. And like it's kind it. of, if you've ever been married or you're in a relationship, and this isn't about marriage necessarily today, but just the differences universally between men and women, right? Men think a certain way. Women think a certain way. Um, if you have any friends that are of the opposite sex, you've realized the challenges of trying to understand the opposite sex. So that's kind Real of what talk. we're going to mm -hmm. attempt today in our conversation mm -hmm. over coffee, which we're all drinking. Love it. Um, is what are men thinking? What are women thinking from the various perspectives of men and women? And so Ooh, I'm excited. So I'm just going to kind of like ask a couple questions. And so it'll kind of be like me asking questions to the women. What do you think men think? And then. Colby and I responding what we think women think, and we can kind of tell each other oh, like as a group yeah. whether we think we're accurate or not. Sound good? Sounds, Sounds great. Awesome. Any questions before we get started here? I think men will be accurate more than the women will be accurate. False. I would second that. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty yeah. much an expert on men, so. Yeah. Three no. brothers, I'm 22 husband, years two in. Sons, you know what I mean? So. Got married at 17. Oh, I know a yeah. little something, something. Uh, you know? <laughs> Did this just turn into a competition? Oh, it is Always. definitely a competition. Always. Okay, let's start out with our first question, um, and I will ask this to the ladies. Ladies, what do men think about the most, in your opinion? 
Well, sex. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it's so cliche. Okay, maybe not the act of sex, but something sexually. Okay, yeah. Uh, More than than life, more than business, more than Xbox, Isn't there like studies that say that that's the number one? We're just walking around thinking about sex all the time. Cole, do you agree or disagree with that? I would say disagree. Okay. I think about... (laughs) <laughs> I, Billy, what would you say? Well, I'm going to have to agree, Cole. But, uh, I'm curious as to why you disagree. What do you think about more than sex? Um, I think about. I don't. Is it bad to say I think about like my children probably more than I think about sex right now because I'm forced really, to because they're yeah. four, Three small children. two, and nine months old. But if you're a single, if all my Colby, children were like teenagers, maybe I'd think about sex all okay, the time. Okay, and that's amazing, and you're, that's why you're a good friend of mine. But true, my kids are teenagers. <laughs> so you don't work, have to think no, about it. No, they're kind of grown. So all I'm thinking about is sex. <laughs> <laughs> more than sports? Football? Yes. yes so much more this than guy, that. This guy, man, Absolutely. he's he's out of control, if you know what I mean. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, here's another one. What's the hardest thing, ladies, in your opinion? And this is kind of for the men. I mean, we'll get to the women's side. What's the hardest thing for a man to admit, universally speaking? What do you think, as women, is the hardest thing for a man to admit? I feel like we look in agreement at each other every time, but I would say most men, if if I can, most men can't admit that they're wrong, except men like my husband, because he is Preach. really good at that. And he is. I have to keep It's hard him. for me to categorize all men because my husband proves it wrong. I would agree with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually kind of disagree with Megan. My answer would be vulnerability. They have a well. Those are similar, I think. They like just being in any area. The initial reaction to something, if they're wrong or if they want to show emotion, Mm. the fear of showing it. It's that that edge of vulnerability. Um, And you, in obviously, we're boxing. We don't want a boxing one in, but I would say if for most men, I would say showing the emotion of vulnerability. I think that's true. If they're hurt. Yeah, yeah I, th- I agree with you both. I think there's a lot of men deal with the I know syndrome. Like, I know, I know, I know. And it's very hard for them to admit, like they, like Megan was saying, like that they were wrong, that they made a mistake. But Which is so this. attractive. When a man admits they're wrong, that mm. is the most attractive thing to a woman. Yeah. I was wrong. Babe, let's let's. <laughs> yeah. pause this and make love? What, what were you wrong about, though? Everything. Oh, <laughs> all of it. Multiple nope. times. We want details. <laughs> Multiple <Anything>. times. <laughs> Cole, let me ask you this, based on Jen's question. So, would you say, like, is that true? She's saying vulnerability, admitting they're hurt, admitting like being vulnerable. Like, okay, for instance, you're playing soccer, and you take a you take a soccer ball to the temple, right? Um, and everyone runs over. Happens what's, all the time. Yeah. What's going to be in your like? Are you going to be the guys like guys? Please, I'm hurting. Or would you be? I'm good. Right. No, I'm good. Didn't even hurt. Right. And I'm, I'm exactly. the same way. Like yeah. I could actually genuinely be hurt, but for whatever reason, I'm going to be like, no, I'm good. And I don't, why is that? Why I, I don't like know. That? I think it happens. Forehead. I mean, soccer is a great illustration. Marriage is one too, where you just, you know, your spouse is like, you. They said something hurtful or something, and you just no, it didn't. I'm, I'm good. I'm okay. And I think it's this for men. We it's hard to be vulnerable, open, and honest, mm. and so we just shut down. Let me ask the ladies this: Do you would you want a man to be so vulnerable, or is there something that's kind of masculine about? Because I'm thinking like, mm-hmm. like I'm kind of like I'm good. Like, do we don't have to make a big deal? Like, I'm okay. Like, it, is that 
for me as a man, I'm like, don't you appreciate that? Like, I'm not like, oh, it hurts. Go the ambulance, you know. But oh, yeah. or is there something about you like, no, we all please. know a guy like that, you know. And I'm mean? not afraid to cry, but are you as women? Would you be like, no, I wish you would just be more like I'm hurting. Come to me, like I mean, I don't know. Or do you? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing that we're not vulnerable? There's a there's a fine line. Yeah, I agree. Um, of the needy male. Oh God, I can't do anything. I don't even know how to get out of bed in the morning and go to work. Like that's that. No, but there is a part of a woman where we want to see some vulnerability because that's authenticity. Mm-hmm. And I think to the from a from the core of a, a female's heart, they want to know if you're really been affected by something. But if that's the case all the time, that's super annoying. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think when when something comes our way, we either can let it go or we can address it. And I think kind of determining when it's time to let it go and when it's time for the man to address it and bring it up. And I think that emotional disclosure can bring more intimacy. So it's actually can be nice if they share that's, those things. That's man, great. Big words, emotional disclosure. I love it. And intimacy. Well said, Megan. Yeah. Okay, Cole, this is for us. Um, let's answer this from the woman's perspective. What is the most challenging part of a woman's day from your perspective as a man. What is the most challenging part of a woman's day? Tread carefully, yes, my friend. Seriously. <laughs> no, don't tread. Let's just honest. The most challenging part of a woman's day. Like a woman like these ladies will tell us, right? In a They're moment. They're gonna tell us what they think, but we have to say what we think as men is the most challenging part of a woman's day. The most challenging part of my day, if I were a woman, <laughs> yes. is <laughs> Dealing with my husband. Am I correct? Oh man, you you're a professional. <laughs> you're just what you're answering what we want to hear. Okay. You well, gotta, well, that's probably a good no, answer. That's then. not true that's, though. You gotta that's answer. Well, for us, okay, I what think you, it's season uh, of life because I would say what I mean, these two ladies and the ages of their children are probably different, are at, are certainly different. So I think for women with small children, I think caring for their children would be one of the most challenging parts of their day. Well said, and you're very articulate, and you're very guarded. I'm going to be honest, because there's a whole truth, not the truth. I think the most challenging part of a woman's day is menstrual cycles. Oh, wow. Once a month for seven days. That's for my male perspective. But let's just say the daily. Is that offensive? That's not daily, but yes. For sure. Sweet love. Yeah, I wish wish to God that... Every man would have a period at least one time in their life. Once. Just once. It would what? it would it would no. literally change humanity. I think everything about relationships could alter because of that one thing. Really? The pain, a little bit of empathy. The, okay. the 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 How far off were we? What was the most chal- what's the most challenging part of your guys' days? Universal. I think it would have be having to discipline kids for sure. Okay. Yeah. As a mom. Hard. Gotcha. If you're not married, um, I would say just yeah, such a good. I don't actually know. The maybe and you wonder why men can't understand. Yeah, women. wow, yeah, this is that's a your answer, really Billy. Your answer is so good, but that's not daily. Yeah. Hopefully, it's only a few days. Oh, yeah, you know. know. <laughs> okay, ladies, what do you think is the most challenging part of a man's day? And I feel like this might get offensive. Do you have an answer, Billy? For me? Yeah. Yeah, I probably know. I mean, I can think about it here real quick. But ladies, what do you think before Cole and I say what the most challenging part of a man's day is? What do you think it is? I would say just, I think a man does a lot of things. They provide, they work hard, they come home. If they're married, they're taking care of their wife, their family. I think just the weight of responsibility. It doesn't matter if you're married or single. I think men carry 
a huge amount of responsibility. So do women. But I think that would be maybe one of the bigger weights they carry daily. So that would be my answer. Yeah. I think that's a good answer. You agree with that? Yeah. Cole, what would you say for men in general? <laughs> you can see his expression. Oh my God, it's good. I would agree 100%. I think that's a great answer. Waiting until the time. And I didn't Ooh, have an answer. That's why I asked you. I was we like, I don't know if I know. That. I mean, the honest. ladies just, we knew. But I think you just. Yeah, how is it that you know more about us than we know Yeah, about that was kind of weird, to be honest. Well, I didn't know until you told couple, me what it was. The last couple, we kind of nailing yeah, it. Yeah, that is actually true. You know? Let that's that, why I was like, do you have an answer? Because I don't you know. No, when, when you articulate it, I'm like, that is exactly what it would but be. But you guys are not articulating what we think and feel very okay. well here. This okay. will be a speed round. We're going to work on this. We're going to get better. I need quick. I need quick answers from all of us. Okay, um, and this is we're gonna go around, and you can't think about it much. And we will start with Jen, then we will go to me, then we will go to Megan. Pay attention, and then go to Colby. Jen, me, Megan, Colby. What's the first thing you notice about a man or a woman when you see them? Go, Jen, man. Uh, um, the the dark, tall, handsome elements of their physical appearance. Weird. Like beard, dark hair, tall. I have no hair. That to me is just... I, I'm married, and, I, and the guys that I think are attractive on the, the movie, movie screen, it's all the dark, tall, handsome. Name okay. them. I'm just kidding. First thing I notice about a woman when I see her, it's easy for me. Hair and smile. Her right. hair. Hair and smile. Yeah, I would say Maybe. face. Just how their smile, their face, their countenance. Okay, countenance. Cole? Outfit. Cole, you were going to say breasts. No, for real. He noticed the outfits. Outfit no, for me. You're a stylist. You know, yeah. Vic, the sound yeah. chick, just pointed to the ring finger. The first thing she looks oh, for is if they're yeah. married oh, or not. That's a Vic, good Vic, answer. the sound chick. Well said, Vic. Yes. Ladies, why is it so hard for men to communicate and talk in a relationship? Tell us why it is so hard for us to communicate. Because that is universally, and that could be a cliche stereotype, but a lot of times women are like, my husband won't talk to me. I just can't get him to open up. Why do you think it's so hard for men to do that? Um, I don't think it's hard for all men, but I think it goes back to the vulnerability thing where they don't want to seem weak or appear like everything is so challenging. Um, but there are definitely men that open up a little bit more. Like Colby, my husband, talks a lot more, and I love that. He opens that up and shares. And You're like a lady. Yeah. He has, no, not like a lady. He has lots of good <laughs> I stuff pride to say. Myself Dude in... looks like a lady. I, I think okay. the challenge for some men to communicate well is that they partmentalize their life. And so girls just get home or on the date, they That's just true. go la, 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 la for like hours. And the guy's like still in their mind, they're in the, the work boat. Mm-hmm. If they can make the switch to like, okay, let me connect with this beautiful woman across the table, then they can communicate well. So I think it's, I think women need to understand how men process and then vice versa so that we can communicate Babe, better. If you were telling a man how to so do good. that, how would we do that? Because um, I'm thinking like, I, I think it starts you. with the I girl. I think like when you get home from a long day, if I just go at it, which I normally want to, I'm getting nothing. But if I give you some time, like 45 minutes to kind of yeah. like let down, maybe have like, you know, go change, chill, get a cup of coffee. And then, then I come maybe an hour later and be like, hey, how's it going? And then I want to start asking questions. Then you start really engaging. So I think women need to figure out men and how they communicate, and each man is a little different. So it's kind of on us to bear, to figure out. Well, also, I have heard that if you work out right after work, like you end your day at a certain time, go to a workout class, it clears your mind and helps you kind of switch over to the next part of your day. Does sex count as a workout right after (laughs) work? I think that would do it. Oh, that's going to help. Hey, men then. But obviously, if you're married, we're encouraging married couples. (laughs) 
I love that. I Married think in couples. dating too. Sorry, Let's just call it sorry, a rule. Vic. The sound chick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, on the same thing because here's the stereotype with men. Yeah, I want to hear what you're answering. Okay, yeah. Are. So, but men, women are like women always want to talk. I'm stereotyping, but women always want to talk. Men always want to have sex. Like that's kind of the stereotypes. Women are like, let's connect, let's communicate. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not trying to say it mockingly, but that would be, and dudes are like, let's just have sex, let's make love, and that's kind of like maybe love languages. Women want to cuddle. Men want to have sex again. <laughs> you know, like, so, Cole, for you and I, why are women, and this is, this is a serious question, why do you think from a man's perspective, why are women not as interested in sex as men are? Typically speaking, that may not always be the case, but for the stereotype that is out there, which is probably the majority, why would women not be as interested in sex as much as men? Well, I'll throw out a big, I, you know, I'm, I'm a Jesus follower. I love Jesus. And I think God created men and women to be different. And I think that there's something beautiful about that. And so I think that women, you know, having differences than guys, I think is all part of God's plan. Yeah. That for, so for me, I'm thinking, how can I connect with my wife? Um, and f- I know for my wife, it's going to be communication. Let's talk. Let's engage. Date night for us is a big deal. Um, I'm aware of that. I, I think that. about that. So I have to think about my spouse and what she needs. And she thinks about me and what I need. And I need communication too, by the way. Right. Um, so it, it goes both ways. So would you say that in you doing that and you kind of leaning into what you know Megan needs as your wife, that that also kind of, then you get what you need as a man as well? 100%. And I think there's giving and receiving. And I think there's there's such a beautiful principle in in maybe doing something that isn't your first or your go-to, but... Brilliant. Such a good answer, man. Brilliant. I'm over here like... Do you guys need a moment here? Brilliant. If you could see the ladies, they are nodding intensely right right now. now. Brilliant. You know, and I, I ultimately believe that women are created to be responders... And when a man takes time to engage in intimacy, conversation, spending time with, all I want to do is make out with you. Like, all all I want to do, I respond to that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's unbelievable. If a man understands that piece, we can respond, and and we respond really well. Okay, and I know for a fact you have a lot of single viewers or listeners, and that is Viewers, this is on national television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're Uh, we're live. But that is something that's so (laughs) crucial in dating, is realizing, learning, understanding, like... You know the 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 sex piece isn't there in dating, and so you've got to talk, you've got to connect, you've got to work together, you've got to learn about each other, and and that intimacy can only happen in conversation, really. Yeah. And can we talk about that for a second? I love that. That's I think so you know, it's talking about people that are dating right now, and we're and we're kind of saying like, hey, the sex piece isn't there. But I know for a lot of people that are dating, the sex piece is there. And one of the reasons I think I've always you know, and you can call it Judeo Christian ethic, but one of the reasons we have subscribed to like, hey. Um, not having sex outside of marriage, which I know people are doing it. And I think, okay, that's kind of like, that's kind of normal. But here's the one thing I have learned in my 42 years of life, sex outside of marriage, here's what it does. It just complicates things. Mm-hmm. And so, and, so you, and if you're, and if you're in a relationship, you, I, I get it. Like it's a moment of fun, but I'm telling you, it makes things complicated. It makes things weird. Right. It makes things like all of a sudden what would have been like a friendship kind of turns into like, I don't, where are we at? And all of a sudden now the dude just wants to make out mm-hmm. and he may have actually enjoy um, the young lady and her, and her, and her presence and her friendship. But now it's become so sexual that all of a sudden, so that's one of the practical yeah. reasons other than what we believe the Bible to say, but even beyond that, just like 
I've always told guys this. Hey, man, you want to ruin a good relationship? Start having sex outside of marriage. That is so right. It's just a great way to sabotage things. It takes things further inside of marriage. It's the best. In fact, and I will say this. I think one of the reasons men are typically more prone to go to sex and women would be more prone to like, let's communicate first, is men are visually stimulated. So whereas women are not so much, even though, you know, both of you kind of said like the first thing you notice is facial features and whatever, but... Um, I think, you know, women are like, they connect by like, there's a heart connecting, there's a soul connection. Whereas like, babe, like if I come home and you're wearing yoga pants, I'm like, so are you telling me you want to make love? You know, like, <laughs> are you sending me signals here? And you're like, no, I'm just wearing yoga pants, but we're so visually driven. So we're so ready totally. to go. And I think dudes realizing what Cole was saying, like, Hey, if you'll take a moment and really invest in your wife, invest in your significant other. Um, and building that friendship and yeah. relationship is is the bedrock. And and by God's grace, we were actually virgins before we got married. And I think you guys yeah, mm-hmm. were too, too, which is is awesome. And I, it has only benefited our ma- our marriage. Yeah. And I truly believe you know that that season of building communication and friendship was critical for the 22 years later we're at. Like yeah. I was best friends with you first. I wasn't your sex partner. It yeah. was it was friendship and then that season came. And so Yeah. It's beautiful. Um do you think guys have an issue dating or marrying women older than them? I would. Can I say something? <laughs> um, I think I it's inappropriate. Ladies, but okay. I just need to get this out. I think it's very inappropriate for men so to wrong. date yeah. or marry older women. That is not okay. Cole, how old are you? That is wrong. Cole, how old are you? Twenty. Twenty-eight. Megan, how old are you? Thirty-four. Oh, oh my God! Drop the mic, Ooh. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Oh man, Megan was so, my youth so, leader. Wait, wait, wait. So you're a <laughs> oh, cougar. You, you, so you married. Cole, did you have a problem with marrying, dating an older woman? Did that bother you in any capacity? Um, initially, when I was 18 um, <laughs> and she was 24, I it was something I thought about and and thought, okay, this is this is we are in very different seasons of life, um, and. It took yeah, me, you were a child. I she was, was an child. adult. She was a, I was sure, a beautiful teenager. Woman. Um, and I had a So it made you kind of hesitate? It was just something I had to think about because as an 18-year-old, and it was good for me because I, I knew going into this. I think you even thought about this, it so you were like 19 probably. True. <laughs> yeah. I, but I knew at 19 and 20 going into it, if I'm going to pursue this woman, I can't mess around. And to be honest, an 18-year-old dating another 18-year-old, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but you're both really young and you can both kind of be like, oh, we've got our whole lives ahead of us. We're just going to chill. I knew with Megan, she was way out of my league. She was absolutely Hello. incredible. True. Um, still is. And so I knew I couldn't play around. I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, It's like, if I'm doing this, this is a grown woman. Like this is a Oh yeah, and from a guy's perspective, like I'm looking at you like way to go, man. Like are you kidding me? You're 18 dating a 24-year-old wait, Megan. Wait, I want yes. I want to Megan, Megan. But from a woman's yeah. perspective, was it hard for you, weird for you to be dating a guy, a man 6 years your junior? Yeah, so it took me a little while to kind of get over the fact that he was younger. I um started noticing him a bit more when we were, when he was 19 and tr- I think turning 20 and I started Starting to get hair on his lip a little bit. <laughs> I, was, I, still I started to realize like this guy is everything I wanted in the man I would marry, but he's just 
five and a half, six years younger than me. And so it took me some time, um, but actually he was so mature. And what really got me was he had such a good reputation. Everybody spoke well of this man. Everybody talked about how mature beyond his years he was. And then when I was with him, (laughs) you're so silly. But yes, like I, I definitely found that was apparent. And I was like, you know what? I think this is a little bit out of the box, but he might be the right person for me. And when it started... I just know, we know to this day, gosh, this was such a God thing. Oh, totally. You know, he put us together. Should you so. share what one of your pastors said when... Oh, oh, you oh my gosh. <laughs> Please. Yeah. That you liked a guy Okay, so I think he was maybe 19. I was 24 at the time. And I told one of my pastor's leaders that I was starting to have feelings for him. And she was like, that is so great. That's perfect. When you guys get married, you're both going to be in the prime, in your prime sexual years because women are in their 30s and men <laughs> yes. are in their 20s. Boom. This is Nailed it. coffee talk with Lily and Jen. Apparently we got it good. And I think I got the better end of the deal. So it's pretty great. Nope, I did. No. So you heard I it here first. Did. It's all good. Men, date older women. That's um, the rule. <laughs> okay. Can I throw out a word? The word chivalry is a lost word. Mm. And I'm wondering if everyone in this group right here even knows what it means. Mm. And I'm not going to tell you if you don't. How do you think men define chivalry? And then, Colby, what about women? What's the difference? How would a a man see chivalry? And how would a woman see chivalry from your perspectives? Do I need to define chivalry? You're asking us first. Yeah. What a man would would think it is. From a woman's perspective, how do you think men think, think chivalry is? Like, how would they... Um, probably just like holding the door for a woman or doing little gestures, you know, to care for them. Yeah. I think maybe to sum up the word in my mind personally is thinking of that person before themselves. I think there's a lack of that in like men in general. But do men think that? Oh, what men think. Well, no, go ahead. Go with that. Yeah. It's so confusing. I asked it very confusing. And I think, I think, I think of like them thinking of the woman, like opening yeah. a door, um, pulling out a chair. And, and some women hate that because it makes them feel whatever, which way, what they have issues. But what, what I think it's a lost art of yeah. men kind of thinking, you know, of the woman before they think of themselves. That's great. So Megan, you said you think a man thinks chivalry is opening door. Do you think it's yeah, more I than that? Yeah. You yeah, were like, so a man much... would be like, I open the door for you. I'm chivalrous. But what would you say as a woman? Like, what do you see as being chivalrous? Cause that's what men actually need to hear. What Jen said, yeah. what do you say? I think it's serving and protecting yeah. the women in your life. That's it's, good. you know, walking on the outside of the sidewalk, you know, when the cars are going by, just those little Why do you do details that? of life. So that you get hit first. Exactly. You That's so it. real. You can be like a superhero standing in front I'll of die them. for you, babe. And I never even, um, my, my brother and my dad never really showed that a ton. And when I married Billy, I was overwhelmed by how shivery, shiver, shiverous, shiverous you were. You, mm-hmm. I remember you saying you were asking me to move over to the other side of the sidewalk because we were walking outside. You would open the door before I got to it. Like just things See, you do that, that too. I was so of impressed course. with. That Absolutely. Definitely was one of the big reasons well, I, I think fell in love with you. I think a lot of men, and <clears throat> I don't want to speak for men as a whole because I think there's a lot of good men out there that still understand shiver. I know Cole does. I've seen, I love that. That's one of the reasons I think we're all friends. Um, but some men think it's like less manly to do that. And I have been in situations, mm-hmm. I will say this, and this is interesting. I'm, I'm curious what you think as women. I remember once we were, we were loading into some building for some event, and there was a woman carrying this big, heavy box. And it was clearly, you know, she was struggling with it. And I saw it, and I was like, oh, hey, let me get that for you. And she said to me, I don't need you to. I can handle it. And I said, well, oh, I know you can, but uh, let me take it for you. I'd love to. Like, and I'm much bigger than her. And she's like, I don't need your help. I can carry this. So to which I let her do it, 
and we actually had a relationship and I knew her. So she set it down and I said, I said, Hey, I know you can, but what I'm, but what I'm saying to you is if there's a man in the room, you shouldn't have to, if you don't want to, like I could do that for you. Um, but I kind of felt like she was like, don't do that for me. You're demeaning me as a woman. And I would never want to do that. Cause I love what you said, Megan. I think chivalry is protecting, deferring, serving like, Hey, you sit down. I'll, I mean, it's as simple as like, Hey, you sit down. I'll do the dishes tonight. Like, or it's as well as like, what did you say to my wife? I swear to God, I'll put you in the grave. You know, like yeah. it could go both ways. Um, what are your thoughts to that? Because I, that actually messed with me a little bit. I was like, Whoa, like I'm not trying to make you feel like you're less than a man or incapable. Well, potentially, or, right. potentially the woman has, has felt in the past from men that are projected that she can't do stuff because she's a female. So she's probably projecting some layer of hurt that she doesn't even realize. So I think there's layers to her response. So I couldn't, we can't box that in, but I would say in general, women do react that way. And I've, I've been around when they have, my go-to is, Oh, they have felt in the past a lot of times where man, men have made her feel less than because she is a female. And that is a real issue in Mm. society. I know when I feel that way, my knee jerk reaction is to really react probably wrongly most of the time. So right. so in that case, that could be the possibility there. Yeah, I feel like I could have been that woman in the story, which is so funny. Because um, I think you I... You weren't. I, so, <laughs> I know, but I'm like, it could have been me. Yeah. Um, but just because I feel like, oh, I'm I'm totally capable, and like I know you have other things to do. It's more of a def- deferral thing. Like, I'm going to defer, like, oh, you know, you don't need to do this for me. But if you push back, yeah, obviously that's really kind. Like I, mm-hmm. I see the chivalry in that. And because it's such a lost art, sometimes you aren't expecting it. it and it's off. hard to receive mm-hmm. it. Wow, yeah. If that, you know, that's kind of high flow. Yeah, Colb, I think chivalry, I think for men, speaking to men, and you, you meet with a lot of men on a regular basis. And um, I think it's a lost art. And part of me thinks it's a lost art, first of all, because um, it's just kind of gone out of style. And men think it's less. But I also think part of what I'm saying, too, is like, at what point are we as men making a woman feel less than by helping them? What are some of the ways that you in your life with your wife, Megan, here or other men like you encourage men? Maybe, you know, you're doing it or that to be chivalrous, to be what we would call like chivalry for me is just synonymous with being a man. A man's there. What are some of the ways, maybe some practical ways? I don't know. I'm putting you on the spot, but like that you you serve your wife, other, you encourage other young men, um, to serve, protect, honor women. Yeah. Well, I think first off doing it in a tactful way and in a, in a thoughtful way is probably the most important thing. So, you know, we say like, it's the thought that counts. And I really do think with chivalry, it's, it's Mm -hmm. the thought that counts and a woman can tell, if you're like, oh my gosh, you can't do this. I'm going to go ahead and take care of it. Totally. I'm a man. Mm-hmm. You're not. Mm-hmm. Clearly, That's I right. need to step in. And and women can also tell if you're being generous, kind, fully aware that women are more capable than men in almost everything. Yeah, um, honestly. Preach. But, <laughs> but we're tactful. We're tasteful. That's chivalry to me. Chivalry yeah. isn't just like, you know, I'll, I'll pick up the box for you. Chivalry yeah. is... Let me get that for you. How's your day going? Um, how are you? And, and making them feel valued and loved. Um, and not patronized. I think, and not patronized. Exactly. Yep. Man, pa- chivalry goes out the door if it's patronizing. Yep. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, little things, practically, date nights, um, I do my best to open, the, go to my wife's side of the door and open the door for her, um, give her a kiss as she goes in, mm-hmm. because that to me is not I have to. Even dishes, 
I don't know if that's Ooh, chivalry. Let's, let's oh, that. that's chivalry. Is yeah. it? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's like responsibility. Chivalry is like, baby girl, go sit down, watch a show. I'm going to go ahead and do the dishes tonight. But you know yeah. the tactful. There's yeah, a little, I love it. It's that tasteful There's zero machoism that I makes that makes it chivalry, in my opinion. It's yeah. that tasteful little touch that I think of like the old in, the old movies where it was like mm-hmm. you could tell it was chivalry, and it wasn't just a chore. It was like, oh, that was that was adding value to me as a woman by saying, hey, I'm going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. I think that's it's a, a I love it, and I think you articulate that so well. It's a gentle strength. You know, back in the day, they used to call them gentlemen. And it was, they're mm-hmm. men, but they're, they take their strength, whatever it is that God's given us, and we use it to help others. About, and yeah, I think the word you said was value. You value, you make them feel valued. It's not so much about, it not, has nothing to do with machoism or yeah. I can and you can't. And I love that. Okay, real quick, and we're going to end it. This has been so good, but I want to just kind of speed round. Last question, and then we'll call it. Thank you guys for joining us. If you were thinking about relationships, what is the most important, and this is a speed round. So okay. first thing that comes to your mind. What Quick. is the most important element in a relationship? Go. Whoever Ooh. wants. Dating relationship or like It regular? could be, let's say. Um, yes. The yes. most important. In a dating marriage relationship. In a, dating or, relationship. Yeah, okay. We'll say dating relationship. What's the most important element? Ooh, I, it's communication, but also chemistry. I okay. Too. Okay. Ooh. CC. Cheater. Okay. Ooh. Jen, you want to go? Um, I'll just. Character, like personality yeah. and character mm. is everything. Like, are they fun? Plus, are they, do they have integrity? That, that to me is we like the, the top three C's two. over here. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to keep going with C's. Okay. Connection. Are Ooh. you, and, and that's, Ooh. are you two, is there a connection between you? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say authenticity. No, must be a C. <laughs> I know. I was trying to think of a C word. Authenticity, authenticity, Clever, and, and humor, which is not also. But I think like if you can't laugh That's with good. each other, yeah. really good. Yes, humor. So all of these needed. Yes. So who wins? Sound of it. The sound chick. Women. Oh, oh she yes. gave it to the women. You know what? It's very chivalrous of us to give them the victory. Okay, True. And okay, and that's patronizing. Oh, patronizing. Now I need Shoot. to prove that I'm the winner. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, thank you for listening. Um, we so appreciate you being a part of Coffee Talk. Thank you to Colby and Megan for thank joining you. us. Thanks for having us. And, um, we love them. Have a great week. And I hope this has helped you at some point today. And we'll talk to you next time. Cheers. Cheers. Here's the whole truth and nothing but the truth. <laughs>